Hello everyone, welcome back to Sadie Knows. I hope you're all doing well. For today's episode, I thought I would talk about something a bit more lighthearted. I feel like my recent podcasts have been a bit deep and a bit, I don't know, like a bit personal. I thought we could talk about something a bit bit more joyful. Um, so today's topic is dating and I'm just gonna lay it out on the table now. I do not have very much dating experience. You guys all know my past boy experience. None of that involved any dating. Um, but I have had a few dating experiences, some recent, some not that recent, but they're still fun to talk about. And I also asked you guys on my Instagram for some of your guys' opinions on dating apps and if you've ever had any good dates and bad dates, what makes a good date, things like that. So I thought it'd be fun to involve you guys in this episode as well. As I say in every episode, don't forget to follow me over on my Instagram. It's always written in the description of each episode, just so you can get get involved with any future episodes and also (laughs) to see what I'm up to, what I'm doing. This is actually my last week of first year. My last deadline is on Friday. I'm filming this on Sunday and then I'm done. I'm done for the year and I go home next Tuesday I'm pretty sure so yeah I am so excited to go home I can't lie can't wait to have a clean bathroom clean kitchen but saying that I have actually really enjoyed this last few weeks of uni I think I've really struggled with uni in kind of winter time I just found it really depressing I can't lie um you guys are begging me to do a podcast on my uni experience so I will do that for you soon I just need to plan it and obviously record that for you guys but for now let's talk about dating most of which are bad experiences So the first thing I wanted to talk about was dating apps. Now, this is what I asked you guys about on Instagram. I asked you guys whether you use dating apps and if you like them or not. I think most of them were negative, I can't lie. (laughs) In terms of my opinion and experience on dating apps, I don't think I like them. I haven't ever been on dating apps. Obviously, you can't use them really till you're 18 and I only turned 18 like a year ago. Um, Well, like 18 months ago, I guess. So... Not that I could really have that much time on them anyways, but I only really got Hinge and Tinder when I first started uni in September. I will say right now, I don't have either of them at the minute. I go through phases with dating apps. Hinge, I like a lot more than Tinder. I feel like Tinder is just really bad. I don't know, I just don't like Tinder. I do like Hinge, but I always get obsessed with it for like a week and then never go on it again for the next two months. And then I end up just deleting my account because my pictures are outdated. I don't remember any of the boys I've even spoken to on there. And I just find it really boring. I don't know. I'll probably just re-download them when I go home just to see. I find it really funny to like download it back home because when I'm in Bristol, I don't really know many of the boys that are on there. Whereas back home, I know everyone that's on there. But also I don't want them to see my profile because I just find it weird. And if past things see me on Tinder or Hinge, it's just awkward, but kind of funny more than awkward. So I'm willing to do it. Um, So I've got some of your guys' responses up here. In the question box, I said, do you like using dating apps? Why slash why not? As I was just saying, someone said, don't want anyone from my area finding me. I think, I think it's more funny than kind of embarrassing. I don't think it's embarrassing because obviously if they can see you, you can most likely see them. So it kind of works both ways in that sense. But I get what you mean, girl. It is kind of awkward. (laughs) Someone said, yes, because I met my boyfriend on there. I think they allow for different types of people to meet it's good for those who might struggle with going out or interacting with people in real life. I really agree with this one. I think if you were lucky enough to find a boyfriend on a dating app, I don't think that's bad in any way. Like, I wish I could find a boyfriend on on a dating app. Do you know what I mean? I think there's this big thing about meeting people organically and falling in love with someone you meet on the street and all that kind of movie romance, which, you know, is everyone's dream. Like, that would be my dream to meet someone in 
just a random place and just fall in love instantly. But realistically, how often does that happen? Probably not very often. So I think dating apps is a great way to meet people. And I've met people on dating apps, even people that I haven't necessarily gone on a date with. I've just, you know, there's one boy that I met on Hinge. I haven't actually met him in real life, but we kind of talk on Snapchat and like stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? It's nice to have a group of people that you could always hang out with or meet or it depends what your intentions are I guess but you know if you want a late night booty call you can probably find one on tinder if you want someone to meet up with at the weekend you could probably find that on hinge you know what I mean like you can most definitely find someone you could probably go on hinge at any time you want and find a date and literally go that night if you really wanted to I mean I don't know if I'd do that but you definitely would be able to actually I think I did do that actually I will get into that I, de- I did do that and it was awful it was it was it's not good. We will get into that later, but yeah, I think it is a really, really good place to meet people. Um, but also, a lot of the times, I feel like you start speaking to someone on Hinge. Well, I only really use Hinge, but I guess Tinder as well. And then you probably speak for about a day, and then you just never speak again. I feel like that's a recurring theme on dating apps, which is a bit annoying. Someone said, "No, it's a fun game until the actual talking. Ick when they ask for your snap." You know what? I actually think the opposite. I hate speaking on the actual dating app. I hate messaging people on Hinge or on Tinder. I just find it really cringe. I want them to ask me what my Instagram is, what my Snapchat is, what my number is within the first five messages. Otherwise, I probably will not speak to them. I just don't like texting on Hinge. I just find it really cringe. And it's also, I'm the sort of person where I want to stalk their Instagram so bad. And most of the time, oh my God, this is so annoying. I don't know if anyone else finds this. Boys have such shit Instagrams. They don't have any posts. Their profile picture is usually a picture of them with their hood up or something. And they have a few stories, but they're of them at a rave or something. Give me more. Honestly, if someone asked me for my Snapchat, I mean, for my Instagram, they'd be able to find so much about me, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Probably a bad thing for me, but a good thing for them because I have TikTok. I have eight years of YouTube videos. I have about 200 Instagram posts. Like I've got the most... So then when I ask a boy for their Instagram and I get the no post sign shoved in my face, I'm like, whoa, that is unfair. So I guess you could say I'm not a very mysterious girl, but I mean, it's too it's too far gone now. It's too late to turn back. Lots of people are saying that they've met their current or ex-boyfriends on dating apps. So they are a fan of them. And I respect that so much. Like people, A lot of people are saying it's not very natural or it's degrading. I don't really agree with that because even though, yeah, you're not meeting, meeting like organically naturally in the street that doesn't mean that it's not a natural spark that you're creating like you can still speak to someone online and create a spark <laughs> it doesn't have to be in real life and I feel like if you actually get on with someone over text you probably will get on in person and you're more likely to have more things to talk about if you've already spoken on text beforehand do you know what I mean so I do think that it's still natural even though it is online but I do get what you're saying about it being kind of forced because I think a lot of the time when you're on like tinder you're just expecting a shag or you're just expecting to flirt for a few messages and then call it a day so I do get what you're saying but also I don't think there's any shame in meeting someone off hinge like it's literally the same as just going on a normal date oh this is interesting I don't use them anymore because I feel like I'm more likely to compromise my standards. That is something that I can relate to. So I think what they mean by this is I think everyone in their head has kind of a standard of what they think is really attractive or what they think they would be able to go for and be successful. Like obviously if I tried to go for the hottest man in the world, would I succeed? Probably not. But also I don't want to be going for the ugliest man in the world because I have high standards. Do you know what I mean? You've got to work out your standards. I feel like everyone already has a 
baseline standard in their head. But I do find myself on Hinge. Say if someone isn't really that fit, but they're kind of fit and they're a bit like, mm, I'll probably still swipe on them. I'll probably still like them because I feel like, no offense, I'm saying this to myself as well. I feel like at the point that you're on Hinge actively swiping, you're kind of desperate like to find someone to click with. Not in a bad way, but you're probably more likely to swipe on someone that you don't actually find that attractive. Whereas I feel like in real life, if you were at a bar or a club, you wouldn't probably go up and speak to someone that you don't think is that attractive. Does that make sense? I feel like obviously there's odd times where you would or you might have an ugly snog in the in the club. Allow it. But I feel like me personally, if I saw someone that was a bit mid, who I didn't really think that was, was that attractive, I don't think I'd go up to them. Whereas on a dating app, I feel like I'd still be like, yeah, let's just swipe because they're decent looking. Does that make any sense? I don't know. Talking from personal experience, I think people that I've gone for in the past have not necessarily been below my standard, but I just know in my head that I can do better. And I think that's a good thing to have. And it doesn't mean that you're stuck up. It doesn't mean that you're, you know, think really, really highly of yourself. It just, you've got to know your standards. You've got to have standards, girls. Like, and boys, if you think that someone is not good enough for you, don't go for them. <laughs> like, I went on a few dates. Um, I will tell the stories in a second. And I came back from them thinking, I'm too good for them. Like, I do not that is not for me. They can probably find someone really perfect for them, but it's just not me. It's not me. And that is fine. It's okay to have standards. It's okay to think that someone is below your standards, whether that's in terms of personality or looks. One of my dates that I went on, I just felt like I was the one that carried the date. And I don't think it's bad to even think that. I think it's a good thing to think that because it shows that you have self-respect and you know what your worth is. So yeah, as I keep saying, I'm now going to talk about my two bad dating experiences and then I've also got one good one which I also want to talk about but I think I will start with the two bad experiences so they both happened at uni if you're listening boys sorry (laughs) I will explain why they're bad no hate to the boys I just think it wasn't for me first one I want to say it was even back in October November time I can't quite remember but I matched with this boy on hinge this was the one where I basically matched with him on hinge and then met him the same day so I guess I did do that I really don't know why I did that. I I shouldn't have done it, obviously, because the date went quite bad. We just weren't. I don't know what his opinion of this was. Maybe he, he would listen to this and think, oh my God, it went so well and then you ghosted me. Like, yeah, but no. Um, so yeah, we, we just went for a walk by the harbour in Bristol and we had a Stella each, I'm pretty sure. Really classy. He just, his problem was, he was a really nice, like, there was just no spark, okay? That was the main thing. There was no spark, no chemistry. I didn't fancy him. Not because he was a bad guy, not because he wasn't very nice, but there was just no vibe whatsoever, like, nothing. And I think my biggest thing that ruined the date for me was this boy kept making everything really, really, really deep, really, really quick. I'd ask him a question and then he'd take it really deep and unload all of his past traumas on me. And I'm just like, bro, like, I do not care. I do, like... I don't want to hear about it on the first day I've ever met you. I just find that really weird and strange. Why would you meet someone and then the first day you meet them, unload all your trauma onto them? Why are you telling me that? Not to be rude, but that is obviously going to scare me away. And it did, because then I ghosted him. And yeah, we never spoke since. No hate to him again. (laughs) He was lovely, but just, just, just like, I felt like every time I tried to speak because I wasn't obviously going to unload my trauma onto him, because that's weird. I felt like every time I spoke, it was kind of just irrelevant, because he just wanted to speak about his deeper thoughts and feelings, and he was speaking about past exes, and people who he knew who had fucked up his life, and honestly, it was so just too much. Way too much. I don't think I spoke to him after that, to be honest, and 
I don't know if I've just been a bit harsh there, but genuinely, what the fuck? I don't know anyone that has ever done that. I don't know why you would go on a first date and make it so weird with the other person. I don't know. That was that was my first Hinge date experience. So good. My second one was a lot better. Shout out to the boy who I went on a date with, the second guy, because he was so nice. Um, He actually ghosted me, which is kind of, you know, Maddie from Euphoria when she's like, I was going to say no, but why are you saying no? I'm getting that vibe because I was going to ghost him, but he ghosted me first. So now, I'm, now I was a bit like, okay, where do I go from this? I'm pretty sure this date was in, honestly, I don't even know the timeline, probably like very start of this year, end of last year. I actually have no idea. A long time ago, probably about four months ago, I guess. We went on this day, um, we spoke on Snapchat for a bit and then we went to a coffee shop and it was really, really wholesome. Like, honestly, no hate to this guy. He was great. Like, we had really, really good convo. Again, took things a little bit too deep, a bit too quickly. I can't lie. He also told me that he lives with his ex, which, you know, if it's not a problem, it's not a problem. But also, why are you telling me that on the first date? Like, why are you actually telling me that? Because I remember asking him who he lives with, just as a question. And he didn't have to say, oh yeah, I live with my ex. He could have just been like, yeah, I live with two girls, two boys. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I guess, yeah, get it out in the open. But he said it as if it was going to be a problem or as if I was going to find it a problem. I remember literally looking at him like, okay, why are you telling me? I don't care. I just, why would you even tell me that? It's weird. Um, sorry. I feel like I'm being really mean to these boys, but honestly, get your act together. What are you doing, bro? You're fumbling the bag, honestly. Anyways. So yeah, we went on a really cute coffee day and then we went for a walk. Very, very nice. I just, yeah, again, didn't really feel a spark. Um, I actually don't know why he ghosted me because he actually asked me on a second date and then he ghosted me. But I do think it was slightly to do with the reason that the day after the date, I didn't Snapchat him because I felt really awkward. So maybe that is actually the reason why. Maybe he's just protecting himself and his feelings, which I completely respect. Like I was definitely gonna hurt his feelings regardless because I didn't want to go on a second date, but I already said yes to a second date. Does that make me a really bad person? I don't know because I said yes to the second date because he asked me in person, what am I supposed to say no? um excuse me so yeah I did say yes because at the time to be fair at the time during the day I actually thought it was going so well I was like oh my god I've actually gone on a really good day this guy's really nice because he was then on reflection like the day after I was kind of like hmm did I actually enjoy the date did I actually like him or was it just like speaking to a friend I think I quite liked just speaking to someone new but it wasn't romantic and this is where the kind of thing that I said about thinking that you are too good for them kind of comes in because I didn't think I was too good for him but I also this sounds I'm just gonna say I don't care I felt like he was into me way too much everything I was saying he was really into it and he was so interested in me and yeah on the surface that might seem like a good thing but also he was giving into me way too quickly I don't want someone to go and date with me and then immediately be like I love you like I got those vibes and I'm not here for that. I want, I want to kind of, I still want a bit of the chase. I know getting into a happy, healthy relationship isn't about the chase, but I mean, come on though. When you're having a bit of fun, when you're 19, in your early 20s, you want to have a bit of chase, you know. I felt like he would get on his knees and clean the floor for me. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't want that. I don't need that. I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't need a man that's going to be like, oh yes, I'll do anything for you. Like, ick, stop. So that, he just gave me those vibes and like nothing against him, but it was just too much for me. And on reflection, I feel like I carried the date because I was just being really, really talkative and really, really interesting. And he was just lapping it up. Um, 
but I feel like when he was speaking to me, I was just kind of bored. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. I, f- I just feel like you've got to be brutally honest with these things because you can't... <sighs> thing is, it's hard because when you know in your head that you're not going to see them again, what harm is it going to do by saying yes to the second date? Because in your head, you know that you're not going to go on it and you're never going to see them again. So realistically, it doesn't really matter. You've had one date. Surely they're not going to be in love with you and attached to you within one date. So it's fine, you know, get over it. But also it'd be so empowering to just say to someone, you know, actually, I don't think this date went well. But realistically, who is saying that? Because it's just not worth, one, upsetting them, or two, seeming like a cunt. Does you get me? Do you get my drift? I don't know. I just, yeah, I would love to do that. But I also think I'd feel really, really mean. And realistically, I'd be way too scared to even do that. So instead, I said yes to a second date that I didn't want to go on. But anyways, that was my second date. As you can hear, I had two really good dates. Um, <laughs> awful, honestly. I, I can't, I can't deal. Um, so they were both hinge dates and since then I haven't been on another hinge date. I did actually, I was actually gonna go on another hinge date with this boy, but I, I told him that I had a birthday party the night that we were supposed to go, which again, I just didn't really find him that attractive. I can't lie. It's really important. I think cause I added him on Snapchat and he just wasn't like his pictures. And I just thought, you know what? I'm not wasting my time going on a date for someone that I don't even find attractive. I feel like to have a boyfriend, you should find them really attractive because if there's no attraction, if there's no attraction there, then what are you actually doing? So I'm going to tie this in with another question that I asked on my Instagram, which was, have you ever been on an unsuccessful date and why was it bad? So let's see if I can relate to any of these. Someone said he didn't talk. You see, I didn't have this problem clearly because the boys I spoke to just spoke too much. But I think, yes, if the boy that I was on a date with just didn't speak at all that would probably be even worse because you're literally working with nothing that must have been awful I'm sorry <laughs> he made me go to his friend's flat party after and as soon as we got there he went straight into a k-hole and I was left with all these people I've never met before oh my god that must have been awful I think I would have just left after that I would have blocked him and left she turned up an hour late and didn't apologize never saw her again yeah I think by that point, I'd think I was being stood up. But also, I think if you're running late, you should say, if you still want to really go on the date, you should just say, like, I'm really, really sorry, I'm going to be late. Whereas I feel like if you're late and then don't say anything but still turn up, it kind of just shows that you weren't really that bothered and you don't really care about the other person's feelings because you literally haven't told them that you're going to be late. Do you get what I mean? Oh my God, this one's so bad. He told me at the end of the date that the reason he kept going to the toilet was so he could do drugs. Oh my God. That is so embarrassing. Why would he admit that? I'm sorry. If that was me, I would not admit that. Not that I would do that. But like, why do you need drugs to go on a date as well? Is he all right? Is he okay mentally? Um, Yeah, I hope you never saw him again, to be fair. Why did he tell you? That is so weird. Like, he did not have to tell you that. Realised he was boring when he was sober because he was drunk the first time we met. That's interesting because both of the dates I went on, we were like sober pretty much, so... I guess it's hard because I think it is good to see someone's sober side first because then you know their true self. But also it'd be good to meet someone drunk because then I feel like you'd have a lot more fun. It would take the edge off. You know, it, yeah, it, mm, I'm not really too sure. I think I would prefer a drunk first date though. Not drunk, maybe drinks to get tipsy. Maybe drinks where you go at about eight-ish. So you start basically sober unless you've had a confidence prize in your room when you're getting ready. And then you will actually see their sober side and then eventually get drunk. I feel like that's the perfect date. Awkward silences. Oh, I feel like in my dates, I didn't actually have them. I used to be a really, really awkward, shy person. Um, I feel like as I got older, I'm not really 
that shy anymore. And I think I'm really good in first dates because I don't know the person, I can just be my alter ego. Like there's no preconception. I can just be myself and just chat whatever shit I want to. Um, so I feel like that is a good thing. But also I think when it's someone that you know or you know of or you've met before, it is harder to be like that because they already do have a preconception of you. Not that that should stop you from being yourself and being confident because it shouldn't, but obviously naturally sometimes it does. Which gets me onto my successful date that I actually had. So I say date lightly. This wasn't actually a date. Um, this was back in July last year. So nearly like a year ago. Um, I was speaking to this guy from this was back home. I was speaking to this guy on Snapchat and we started speaking maybe like two weeks, a week before I met him and we got on so well. We were sending each other so many chats on Snapchat, like back and forth, back and forth. We really, really got on and like he he was known by everyone that like all my friends knew him and stuff like that and um, I was at festival and on a whim, he texted me and he was like, do you want to meet up? And this was probably at like (laughs) 2 a.m., and I was like, yeah, hell yeah, fuck it. So I actually, this is really like, not dangerous, but I snuck out of our tent and said I was going for a wee. And then I actually just went and met him. I don't know why I didn't just tell my friends. I was fucking stupid. Don't do that. Because then my friends would ring me like, where the fuck are you? And I was just oh, on a secret date. Um. Anyways, yeah. So we were at a festival, which I think is a bit of a niche setting for a first date. But also it was kind of a good setting because... We both a little bit drunk. I think he was a bit fucked to be fair, but that made it funny. Like he wasn't mega, mega fucked. So it's kind of still fine. And yeah, we just went, we just went to this weird hippie tent at the festival and we drank mojitos and beers. And well, I say mojitos plural. I think we had one mojito and one beer, but still that was the first time I had an amp stall and now I really like amp stalls. So I don't speak to this boy anymore, by the way. Can we just clarify? <laughs> um, Cause when I went to uni, we just stopped speaking. Anyways, irrelevant to the story. Um, Yeah, we just sat and chat chatted away for about two hours maybe and it was just so natural I think this is the advantage of more natural meetings because everything about it was just so fun and like spontaneous and I wasn't really expecting to meet him that day and then I did and I think when you're kind of a little bit drunk as well when you meet someone and that oh this, it was just great it was great the atmosphere around us everyone was drunk in the hippie tent there was just loads of old people dancing to hippie music we were sat on a hay bale drinking mojitos out of p- plastic cups it was just yeah it was just really really nice I'm actually smiling thinking about it oh my god yeah I need to stop (laughs) I need to stop so yeah that was that was a really successful I guess I'm calling it a date for the sake of the podcast but I wouldn't really call it a date I guess it's more of just a I guess it is a date actually Mm, yeah I don't know we walk back to the tent holding hands (laughs) guys stop um yeah we walked back to the tent holding hands and people actually saw us which was kind of awkward but also fuck it who gives a shit I was at a festival so yeah that was kind of a successful date that I had and I actually carried on speaking to him for a few months after well basically up until I went to uni and then kind of just fizzled out but you know it was a fun three months you're never serious or anything but I think I did actually start to like him a little bit but I kind of it was more of those things where in the moment you really like them and then when you don't speak to them for a bit, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm over it. (laughs) But yeah, that was just really, really nice and natural. And I think he was so interested in me, but not in the way that the other boy was. I think the other boy was just in an icky way, in a like stop, stop way. Whereas this boy was kind of, he was asking me those questions. He was really interested in me, but then I'd ask him questions and he wouldn't just like turn it back to me. He'd actually like 
talk to me. Do you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of the time with boys, if they're really interested in you, all they want to hear about is you. And I'm just like, tell me about you. Like, you must have something interesting to tell me because I just don't want to speak about myself the whole night. So yeah, that was a really good day. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other dating experiences I've had. I don't think there is. Um, not like proper dates, I don't think. I've been for drives with boys and shit like that, but they're never romantic at all. I feel like they would be romantic if the boy wasn't a complete dickhead, but I've never experienced that. So guys, let me know what that's like. <laughs> um, I remember one time um, there was this boy and I'd never spoken to him. Well, I always thought he was fit. I saw him around school. I was like, oh my God, he's so fit. Never spoke to him really anything like that because I just I kind of thought he's out of my league to be honest um and then we were at my local club and honestly it was like something out of a movie I always think back to this and I just think oh my god so the funny thing about this is my sister was in the same club and she like watched the whole thing happen which just adds to the fun I was so smashed and we were just dancing and I was really drunk and he was really drunk and we were just getting with each other in the club embarrassing but still it was like a movie scene allow it and um yeah it was honestly one second we were in the club the next we walk in down the street we lived really near each other and I thought he was just gonna walk me home because he lived up up the hill and I just lived at the bottom and um we were holding hands walking back home and he was like oh do you want to come to mine and I was like hell to the yeah so I went back to his and like it was just perfect I even met his mum in the morning it was great <laughs> see the thing is with that is it was so perfect like undescribably perfect I think that was the best moment I've ever had in my life with a boy. It was just everything about it was just amazing, right? What made it even better is I thought that, that boy was so out of my league. I thought I would never, ever get with him. And then I got with him and it was just the most amazing thing in my life. Um, and then I think when you we tried to meet again, it just wasn't the same. Did you get, did you get me? It just, just We didn't vibe the same as we did that night. And I guess that's the sort of same thing that that other person was saying on Instagram where you meet them drunk and it's amazing and you meet them sober and it's just not and not that he wasn't the same because he was the same it's just it wasn't the same like romantic spark that we had but no hate to him it it was a great night (laughs) so to finish off the episode I'm going to read out some of your responses to my last question on Instagram which was what makes a successful date someone said when there's no pressure I agree with this because as I've said when boys or whoever you're going to date with make it really really deep and just too much of a big deal at the start it's just way too it's too much pressure it's just cringe I just I don't deal with cringe I can't like first dates don't have to be cringe and I think going on that festival date really proved that to me because that wasn't cringe it was just like two people talking whether it was romantic or not it it wasn't cringe whereas I think the two hinge dates I went on were just cringe and I found myself cringing in my head and I had to say stuff that you would say on a first date which I just, it's not natural. So I'm making a pact. If I ever go on another first date, which hopefully I will in my lifetime, I'm not doing all that cringy shit. If a boy says something cringy, I'm just going to say, can you actually not? Because I just can't deal with it anymore. It's just, it's too much. Ooh, someone said eye contact. I actually love eye contact. And you know, when a boy looks at you in a certain way and it just makes you feel on top of the world and it gives you butterflies, I freaking love that. If a boy does that to me, I'm like, oh my God, marry me. So I'm all for eye contact. I think I give quite good eye contact. Maybe sometimes it's a little bit creepy, I don't know, but I think eye contact is very important and it tells you a lot about how they're feeling about you. I think if someone looks at you in a certain way, you can kind of sense what they're feeling. I highly agree with that one. So 
that is the end of today's podcast. I've actually loved speaking about something a bit more lighthearted. So let me know if there's any kind of more lighthearted topics you want me to speak about as well as the deeper ones because I like to do a mixture of both but I think that this was a really funny episode to do. I'm sorry to any of the boys that I've offended in this video. Sorry not sorry in the words of Demi Lovato. Do better next time. That's all I'm saying. Do better. Also if you want to ask me out on a date don't forget to ask me because I would probably say yes depending on what your Instagram looks like. So just you know keep that in mind. Um, yeah, I will see you in my next episode. As I said at the start, remember to follow me on Instagram. Let me know any more horrible dating stories that you've had because I loved reading your guys' experiences and I will see you in my next episode. Bye, love you.